Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran. A new age-friendly strategy for County Wexford. A survey was commissioned. Let's find out more from Anne-Marie Laffin. Good morning, Alan. How are you? And thank you for having me on. No, great to talk to you because I have in front of me here the survey results from the age-friendly strategy 2022 to 2026. Uh, Can you tell me the background to this, please, Anne-Marie? Yeah, well, I suppose to start with, just to give you the background in terms of, I suppose, what we're looking at, really, Ireland is um, an ageing country and Wexford is an ageing county. Um, People are living longer and healthier lives. Um, And we can see that through the statistics. So back in 2011, 12.5% of the population in Wexford was over 65. In 2016, that had increased to 14.68%. And in 10 years' time, that's expected to be 22% of the population. So we'll be looking at one in four or one in five of the population of the county being over 65. Right. Um, and I suppose as an organisation and as a society, we need to plan for that um, population growth and uh, the growing numbers of older people. And I suppose Wexford also, I suppose it's like the Florida of Ireland. So we have a greater percentage of older people in Wexford than we do in other counties. Um, and that comes with its own challenges as well, because a lot of those people who move here don't have I suppose the family links or the community links that a lot of um, people who are from and born and bred in in Wexford have. So I suppose that's the background to it. And I suppose the reason why we carried out the survey was to find out what it was like to be an older person um, in Wexford, what the good things were, um, as well as the challenges and issues, um, because we really want to be led by the voice of the older person. So using that information then, we can inform the strategy, which is our plan for older people for the next five years. Okay, so let's get on to the survey then, because you asked a number of very pertinent questions. For example, question number one was social participation. How active would you say you are? And you got some very interesting responses. So from very active to moderately active, uh, what sort of reaction did you get to this one? Yeah, so on that one, I think um, 50% of people said they were moderately active and 33% were very active. So we're, we're looking at 17% use mobility aids to get around. That, that wasn't really surprising, I think, because I think around 15% of our uh, population in Wexford um, are on disability. So I suppose that would be around what you'd expect. But, I mean, it, it, it's a good figure, and I suppose it's this, um, it, it also reinforces this view that older people are living more active um, healthier lives. So just because you're an older person doesn't mean that you're an unhealthy or you can't walk around or you need a walking stick. And I suppose that's some of the things that we need to dispel those those um, myths as well, that older people are not active. They're very active and very healthy in general. When it came to transportation, what response did you get, Emery? Right, okay. So in terms of transportation, um, 70% of um, those who answered the survey have their own transport. So that's really good. But I suppose on the other side, there's 30% who don't. And depending on where they live, um, that could be a huge challenge for them. And I suppose then we also ask the question in terms of transport, do they rely on family or friends to access services or facilities? Um, And in 23% of cases, they said they often do. um, And 21% said they sometimes do. 47%, around half, said they occasionally or never do. So you're looking at around half the population of older people Hmm. um, relying on family and friends for lifts. And that probably would um, tally with those who haven't got um, their own transport. So, you know, and if you live out in 
rural parts of the county. I know the local link transport service is fantastic and the bus air service uh, runs occasionally. But it does mean if you live out in the countryside um, and there's only a bus coming once or twice a week, you really are reliant on people to, to help you to get mm. you where you need to go. And if you don't have those uh, community supports, which some people don't, because that's the next question, actually, um, about 22% of older people don't have family living within 30, right. 30 kilometres of them. So yeah. they're the, they, these are the people I suppose we really want to reach out to and help because, you know, they, they probably need our help more than other people who can who are out and about and active and can get in their car and drive to where they need to go. As I said, Emery, it's a, an extremely detailed survey and one of the areas came under question 10, housing, and it says, have you applied for housing adapt, adaptation or mobility aid housing grant? Uh, and yeah. 84% said they, they haven't. Yeah, which is quite quite surprising because I know I, I speak to my colleagues in the housing section here. I'm actually in the same, the same building or the same part of the building as them. So the housing grants are fantastic, um, especially for older people who are on lower incomes because you can get up to 95% of the, the works grant funded. Um, but yeah, I suppose 84% didn't. Um, only 10% of those surveyed actually did apply for, for a housing grant. So I suppose maybe, again, this is a learning for us. Maybe we need to publicise it more. Um, maybe we need. Maybe people aren't aware. Um, and maybe we need to publicise it and to, to make it... Uh, it's like with a lot of these things, the, the form-filling can be quite off-putting for people, but I suppose as a council, what we're looking to do is to become more age-friendly. So I know our customer service team are looking to put in yeah. like an age-friendly person who will, who will specifically deal with older people and give them the time that they need to help them to fill out these forms. So right. I think we need to maybe um, promote that a bit more as well and yeah. make people aware of what they can get. But very interestingly, 89% of those surveys said they were very happy with the home they're currently living in. Let's look at the whole area of social events, uh, the general areas as well. What did the survey tell us? Okay, so I suppose in terms of social participation, um, depending on which area you were in, because we actually did uh, local meetings as well, some areas are very well um, I suppose they, they have great community groups and they have great men's sheds and things like that. But I suppose overall, um, 40% um, or around half percent, between 40 and 50% would like more activities in their area. Um, they, a lot of older people are involved in, say, church, religious groups and social clubs. But I suppose a lot of that stopped during COVID, but they're back up and running now. So I suppose... Um, See, a lot of rural areas in particular have lost their shops, they've lost their pubs, they've lost their sense of faith in a community. Um, now, we've invested, I suppose, as a council and as a government in um, community centres and spaces like that. So I suppose in terms of the infrastructure, what we need to do now, I suppose, is working with the community groups is to bring life into those, you know, um, help them to run maybe a coffee morning on a Sunday morning after Mass or Wednesday morning. You know, those kinds of initiatives, which don't cost a lot, but they would mean yeah. a lot, you know. And I've spoken to a lot of older people on the phone when we were doing these surveys, and a lot of them are very well, you know, they're very active, they're very fit, but they really miss company. And they're lonely, and they're ice- they feel isolated. So we need to, I think that's a priority for us um, as part of the next the strategy for the next five years, to see how we can actually support communities to do that. Okay, well, it, it, from communication information, it, it looks good for local radio, it looks good for local yeah. newspapers, doesn't it? The survey? Absolutely. But, you know, I would, have always, uh, I would always have thought that because I know, just not as a council, but as a society, we're pushing people into 
online um, and going online and using Facebook, a lot of the older people that we deal with, some of them use it, but a lot of them don't use it. Some of them don't want to use it, and some of them are fearful of it, and they don't know how to use it. Okay, so the, the, the stats were good for, 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 for local media, local radio, local newspapers? Um, local radio, I think, was joint talk with family and friends in terms of where people get their information and advice. That, that over 60%, actually, about 65%. And then right down to, you know, um, social media was really... Uh, only about 30%. So really, yeah. I suppose, if older people want to find out what's going on, they listen to the radio, uh, they talk to their friends or neighbours, um, or they read the local paper. Right. Look, keep in touch with us, will you, because we're coming into the winter months and any more information you'd like to share with us about this whole area of age-friendly strategies, I'd love to share with the listeners. Yeah, no, absolutely, because I think our, our next, the, the next um, phase of this will be pro- to produce the actual strategy, which will be our plan for the next five years. Um, and that will that will involve a number of actions, um, and it won't be just the council that sign up to that. We work in partnership with the HSE, with the Gardaí, with local link, the transport company, with the ETB. So it's a kind of a whole of agency or whole of society approach. Obviously, we work with local community groups and voluntary organisations as well. Um, we found in the last couple of years, in particular, and COVID has helped with this. It's bringing people together. We were working much better together than we did say five years ago. And, and it does bring better results as well. So certainly, I think when we have that action plan ready, which should be at the end of the year, beginning of next year, I'd be happy to share it with you and your listeners. I'm Marie Laffin from Wexford County Council. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.